Hello, Kate here and welcome back to Smarter A Day. Now, I'm sure you've heard about the shocking death of Masa Amini, a 22-year-old Kurdish woman from Iran who was arrested for not wearing the mandatory headscarf properly. She was apparently beaten in a police van and she died in hospital after spending three days in a coma. The security forces claim that she died of a pre-existing heart condition, but her family say she was in good health. Women in many Iranian cities, including the capital Tehran, are setting their headscarves on fire in protest at the violence and the harassment by the morality police and being told what to do by the state. The security forces have responded very brutally, but women are defiantly continuing to protest, some of them cutting their hair, um, and men are joining them as well. They're chanting, no to the headscarf, no to the turban, yes to freedom and equality. The Iranian president has rejected calls from the West, accusing them of double standards. The headscarf has actually been compulsory in Iran for more than 40 years, but recently the morality police have stepped up the enforcement of hijab rules. It would appear the word morality is subject to hypocrisy. Business news now, and some positive news as the billionaire founder of the Californian fashion firm Patagonia is giving the company a way to fight climate change. Now, any profit not reinvested in running the business will go to environmental causes, which will be around $100 million a year, obviously depending on the health of the company. Now, Patagonia is actually quite famous for its ethical marketing campaigns. Maybe you've seen some of these, and their ads say things like, don't buy this jacket to encourage consumers to only buy new clothing if they absolutely need it. Now, they have a higher pricing strategy than many other brands offering similar products, but their costs are meant to reflect the fact that their clothes will last a lifetime. Cheap, fast, throwaway fashion goes against everything they stand for. Some cynics have said that what he's doing is actually a marketing strategy to get PR for the company and thereby boosting sales, but he's actually never been comfortable with making lots of money and he shies away from being so wealthy. Their website even states that Earth is now our only shareholder. They previously donated 1% of annual sales to grassroots activists, but they want to do more. He had initially considered selling the firm and donating the money to charity, but he didn't want to put the company values at risk. So this way, the family will remain the controlling shareholder, but it will only own 2% of the stock. Now, interestingly, Bill Gates has recently pledged once again to drop off the world's rich list as he announced that he would make a $20 billion donation to his philanthropic fund. But he promised this back in 2010 and since then his net worth has more than doubled. So let's see if he finally puts his money where his mouth is. Entertainment now, and there has been a dramatic change from the extreme temperatures of summer to much fresher weather, and following the autumn equinox on the 23rd, it's now officially autumn, or the fall as they like to say across the pond. So day and night are the same length, and people who believe in astrology, like me, many of you know that, uh, think that it's a significant event and it affects not only the weather, but also your mood, your health, and actually your whole life. It's supposed to mark new beginnings, a fresh start, putting past grievances behind you and focusing on the future with positivity and a sense of excitement. Woohoo! It's also the start of the harvest season and many people believe that we as people, in order to be more at ease in life, should actually reflect the seasons. 
So in autumn, this means a slower pace of life, deeper thought and meditation, more intimate connections indoors, more solitude maybe, um, and expressing some gratitude for what we are and what we have, just like at Thanksgiving, which will be here soon. So instead of letting it get you down, try and reframe your outlook. Make your home cozy with blankets, cushions, comfy slippers. Use it as an opportunity to catch up on sleep and rest. Change your diet, eat seasonal fruit and vegetables and some lovely warm soups with plenty of natural vitamins. Make the most of whatever sunlight there is. So especially during the weekend when you're not working, get some exercise. I personally love the autumn, particularly the beautiful colours, the reds, the oranges. And there's no better way to spend a Sunday than swishing through the leaves, wrapped up in your scarf, followed by a nice thick hot chocolate. Bliss. Sport now, and an audio recording has appeared this week revealing that the pilot of the plane carrying Emiliano Sala from France to Cardiff in Wales was, in his words, dodgy. During the flight, Sala sent a message to family saying that he was scared. The plane crashed in 2019 just off Guernsey, one of the Channel Islands north of France, and it killed both the pilot and Sala, who was the only passenger. Now, Sala's body was recovered from the wreck, which remains in the sea as it was too difficult to raise during bad weather and strong currents. But the body of the pilot, David Ibbotson, still hasn't been found. Now, Ibbotson was an amateur pilot who wasn't authorised to fly at night and had been banned from flying the plane after two previous airspace infringements. During the outward flight to France, he heard banging noises and saw a mist every so often. What's more, one of the brake pedals wasn't working. He reported all of this, but nobody investigated, and the manager of the aircraft was jailed for 18 months for his part in the accident. In August, Cardiff City lost their appeal against a FIFA ruling to pay the first instalment of Salah's 15 million transfer fee to Nantes, which is just over £5 million. Cardiff claimed that they weren't liable for the fee as Salah wasn't officially their player when he died, but the court ruled that the transfer was over when he tragically died. Self-development now. Now, if the European autumn and winter period aren't your cup of tea, living abroad has never been easier. Many countries now offer visas for remote workers, so if you work remotely or you have the chance to do so, you could move to a tropical island or a historic city to experience a different way of life for a while. Some countries are offering these visas as a way of enticing foreigners to contribute to their economies, as they are usually well paid in their home country and spend their income where they live. You could choose to base yourself in one location as a freelancer or move around as a digital nomad. Modern technology obviously means that we can work from anywhere. So once you've paid your visa and submitted your application form, including a background check, you could find yourself living anywhere from Antigua to Mexico, Dubai to Estonia. So if you fancy trying a new way of life for a year or even just a few months, check out the link in Superbrian for more details. So that's all from Smart Eridi for now. Remember to check out the vocabulary on Superbrian as usual and I will hopefully talk to you soon. Take care now.